Welcome back to the show where all the horror is going. Ah! Okay, maybe I'll. Uh, maybe you I'll. Maybe... Absolutely picked that. <laughs> okay, maybe, maybe I'll do. Maybe I'll do a quick dip one. falls across the land podcast hours close at hand for there's only one thing come about join native fergus as we find out what we do today and i couldn't get it to write but it doesn't matter people welcome back to need more info a podcast spot the walls of movies video games and tv shows i'm your host nate and as you heard in the very crappy short noticed intro i put together we are joined today by fergus Hello everyone, spooky season is upon us, so we are going to talk to you about everything terrifying. Terrifying, horrifying, though Fergus is probably going to question my choices today when we get into it a bit later, but yes. I uh, question each other's choices, I feel. I mean, <laughs> I mean to be fair, like, I think, I think like the, the hentai bell is going to ring today a little bit uh, to some point, I, I'm guessing because there's horror there, <sighs> yeah. We'll get there, we'll get there, but yeah, no, it's, it's good to be back, people. Um, we had a little bit of a break last week because uh, Fergus was in uh, the north, yeah, and uh, I was just tired, so I was like, let's 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 take a week off, you know, you know, let's get because obviously it's the spoopy season, as Fergus has said, and what better way to get into that with a? We'll get into it in a bit of a minute, but we're going to be doing our top favorite films and horror TV related stuff. It's it's we were going to do this as one show but we looked at our lists and we were like we can't do it as one show it's going to be too much in one show like there's too much good horror and i'm not even a huge horror fan but the stuff i've picked as again fergus will judge me and he'll i'll judge him as well <clears throat> you can you can sort of define horror in certain ways and i'm i'm definitely trying that yeah, I feel horror is kind of like the other category when it comes to films and TV. Like an awful lot of interesting stuff just does get put under the um, horror genre because really out there stuff can be very terrifying. Yeah, I've definitely seen some YouTube videos where I'm like, no, no, no. But yes, people, honestly, you know, uh, so Fergus, how was your week off? How, how, how did you have a nice week off? Really good. Yes, I was nowhere near a computer. I spent the most of my time wandering around salt marshes, uh, pestering birds, the one winged types. Um, I saw a spoonbill. It was pretty cool. Yeah, really got back to nature and farms and that sort of thing. So um, the good old farms. Yeah, it was ploughing season. It's uh, just like it's just it's so many innuendos there, but like. No, it's pro proper wholesome living in a hedge. Living in a hedge. Well, it was um, a farm cottage that was basically in a hedge. Yeah, it was. It was nice. It was nice. It's a different, just sort of chill out. It's fair. No, it's, it's, it sounds like really nice. I mean, I say I might take a bit of uh, time off myself soon. Got all the games coming out. We got Scorn coming out next Friday. Uh, for get for Game Pass, that uh, HR Geiger inspired game, which is going to be is it's I've actually found it's more of a puzzle game, which is interesting. Hmm. So I was actually quite intrigued to find out about that. And obviously we've got Gotham Knights coming out the week after. We yep. started to get into the games, Fergus. The games are starting to finally come back now. Ooh. It's so good. It's so good. Speaking of games, 
I am mm. um, my my baby arrived this week. I pre-ordered it a few months ago. Um, it is the steamy Steam Deck. Yes, yes, it is. I, I like how I'm showing it to Fergus, but no one can see on the other. Yeah, I got <laughs> myself a Steam, Steam Deck. deck. <laughs> I got my yeah. I got myself a 256 gigabyte Steam Deck. I Fair was enough. never. But then I ended up spending like more money on a memory card for it because OS and everything and protective yeah. casing and uh, protective screens because, well, it's me. And if you know me, people, I'm very accident, like very accident prone. So I'm not waiting months on end to get another Steam Deck. But honestly, man, I've played like I've played a bit of Yakuza on this. I've played. Um, what else have I played? I've played Lord of the Rings, Shadow of, uh, Shadow of War. I have played The Witcher. Mm. I, I and also Spider Man. They run really well. To be fair, The Witch is about six years old now, so that's fair, five six years old. But uh, and I'm obviously Shadow War as well. But when it comes to other games, though, like it is really impressive. Mm. Like, like I um when I got my first got my Switch um uh which I haven't played in a long time. To, I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm I'm looking forward to Mario Rabbids. I know you're not now because there's no multiplayer mode. They removed multiplayer. I the the original version of Mario Rabbids was a solely Christmas party game multiplayer experience for me. The fact they've removed multiplayer from the sequel has killed all of my interest. Sadly. That's really really sad to be honest. Really sad to hear to be honest. But no um so yeah, I yeah, I, when I got my Switch, I bought Breath of the Wild, and that's the first and only other Zelda game. Sorry, that's the only other Zelda game I've ever completed. Mm. And it's I was on the Switch, so I thought to myself, I'm gonna get a game. I'm gonna play a game on the on the the Steam Deck, which I haven't played before, a series I've never played before, which is Yakuza, never played it before. And I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna give it a good completion. You know, mm. I, you know, I love the turn based element for it, and I'm gonna give that a good I'm gonna give that a good go. So yeah, I'm looking forward to playing that more. But yes, um, definitely looking forward to grinding into it. Also, I just got uh, the Humble Bundle this month, so Deathloop was in that package. So going to see how that plays out on the Steam Deck. But yeah, no, it's a great purchase when you can finally get one. Though they are very good with their shipping at the moment. Like, they are exceeding, like, expectations. They actually pulled up their production line, which is not common at the moment in the uh, entertainment industry. Like, mm. really isn't. Like, PlayStation is still hard to get. And yeah, but yeah. no one of those things oh yeah those very trips. definitely yeah. yeah no people uh so obviously you know we are in the spoopy season now ah! uh and uh it's it's that time of year as you know people we will be doing a an in-depth discussion and reviews for the dark pictures anthology part one saga before the well before the conclusion with the devil in me so we will be playing man of medan little hope and house of ashen uh we've all played uh until dawn i believe already so we've all got a grip of that so we know that already but that isn't yeah. actually part of the dark pictures anthology that's no. a separate thing like the quarry that's a, we'll probably do a separate review for that one because i think that's a bigger game so it deserves a separate review but yeah we'll be doing that people probably towards the end of the month or start in november mm. so obviously you know we, we, we want to get through it but we decided you know we're going to do our favorite film and tv in in adjacent to horror you know how how we find that and Again, as mentioned at the start of the episode, this list was too long, Fergus, to actually like put into one episode. I felt I had a lot more movies than I did TV, to be honest, but there's still quite a lot out there. There is a I, lot out there. I did have to whittle it down, to be honest. I was like, you know, what do I put in here? Because also, I, I didn't just, you know, to make it this perfectly honest, people, this isn't going to be a top list for myself. 
This is just mm-hmm. generally favorites. Because I think it's at the point now where there's so many different things to view, it's very difficult to rank them. So we're just going to go through and say what well, our favorites are, no specific rankings. Also, yeah. um, note to people, we won't be doing horror every week. What we're going to do is we'll either do, we, we may do, depending on what topics we can get, but we're actually thinking about alternating between horror and something different. So maybe the first two weeks you'll get horror and TV. So we'll actually decide that in a moment. We're actually going to do a little bit of an interactive element on the episode, people. So when you listen to the next episode, it will either be horror film or horror TV. We're about to find out in a moment which one we are doing today, or you'll probably see in the title. Uh, But yeah, people. So again, it's really great to have you back, Fergus. I'm definitely looking forward to uh, getting into the episode today. Thank you for having me yet again. Yes, I am looking forward to discussing some of these films and TV episodes. There's some interesting things to dig into here, I think. Well, on that note, Fergus, so people, the people at home are already going to know what we are doing because it will be in the title. But shall we find out what we are doing today? We don't know what our episode is. <laughs> I mean, that's the fun thing, people. You know, like we've both got our list sorted. We've both got everything ready to go. But you know at home, people, what we're already doing. We don't. We're about to find out ourselves. So shall we, shall we, obviously for the audio listeners, you're not going to be able to hear this clack, 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 clack and everything. But for the YouTube version, which by the way, we are a little behind on that. We've got some animation issues there at the moment, which I'm trying to work out. But the audio versions are still going out. And we are getting a good consistent viewership now. We're almost at uh, 400 audio on Podbean and also uh, about 100 on SoundCloud and about... 500 on youtube so mm. we're actually doing quite well in that regard still get thank those questions in people we're looking forward to get the questions in thank you for listening everyone yeah definitely right Pete, right fergus shall i click the spinny the wheel button spin that wheel well and around and around and around it goes click 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 film tv film tv and we are doing tv today people we're doing tv first okay. we are doing I mean, to be fair, this is probably going to be the more out there one, to be honest, for Fergus. Yes. <laughs> I mean, so I'm definitely just going to drop the uh, film, complete films I just had on my list, um, uh, which I actually brought up. But yeah, no, we are doing horror TV, people. <laughs> we are doing horror TV. Definitely looking forward to this episode. It's definitely going to be very interesting, to be honest, because there is some out there stuff, in, if I'm honest. And again, as mentioned from Fergus, there's definitely going to be some out there stuff for him. What would you say, Fergus? Shall we? Shall we give the people our yes. our horror, our horror TV? Absolutely. Where are we starting? Right. I think alphabetical order, Fergus. You go first today. Okay. Uh, right. So my entire list is anime because, of course, it is. Uh, course. So we are starting with um, a show called Happy Sugar Life. Um, it doesn't sound terrifying. You might know it, you might not. Um, I could see the image. Oh, I could see the image. It's really not as bad as you think. (laughs) Um, if I said the word yandere to you, would you know what I was talking about? Hell no to the no, no, no. Hell. Oh my, what the fuck? Okay, here we go. What? What Okay. So yandere's. So characters in anime tend to be fairly classified the female characters ca- tend to come into the dairy uh categories yandere being one of the main uh character archetypes is kind of like um emotionally damaged lovesick obsessive angry extremely protective kind of character so um, i'm guessing like 
from like because I do know some anime. I'm just going to put out there, people. Uh, is this like Hinata in Naruto, for example, with her huge love for Naruto, basically? I think so, kind of. But like Happy Sugar Life is kind of like the archetypal extreme version of this. Like the gif at the top of this page that I'm currently looking at is the uh, main girl from Happy Sugar Life. Is you'll love me. <laughs> well, it is kind like typically this this relationship forms between like girl and a boy, roughly the same age. This Happy Sugar Life is. Uh, a mom abandons a kid and she gets picked up by a teenager who swears to protect her. So it is pretty wholesome. But the teenager is one damaged, damaged person uh, and pretty psychotic, to be honest. So it really goes overkill on the whole protection uh, thing. And a lot of unsavory characters start turning up and people get murdered. Like, the kid is safe. Do not worry about that. Everyone else is in danger. <laughs> um, but it's a really, really good example of the um, Yandere uh, character archetype. And it's really not for the faint of heart. Like, it re- it's one of these really standout, quite shocking shows, really, because it, 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 it just spirals quite badly. Um, it starts out, oh, I'm just going to try and find you a somewhere to live, and then I think she ends up stabbing her best friend at some point. Because of course you do. <laughs> because of course you do. I do recommend it, but like, don't go into this show lightly. And I, if it's not for you, then don't continue. <laughs> It'll be quite obvious. Right. But it is, it is very good and very interesting as a show, I think. Nice. Awesome. Thank you very much. Right. Uh, so flipping over to my side... Uh, something completely different to that. It's not, no levy dovey stuff here. It's more uh, run for the goddamn hills because they're coming for you. I am talking about the South Korean Netflix show Kingdom. Now, I've seen this. Well, it's it is a brilliant. I I I loved the fact it was only six episodes per season. I hated the fact how they ended the first season because that was a good twist, like a very good twist. I'm not going to reveal the twist, people, because. I think it's um, when I first heard about the show, basically it is a it is a South Korean political period holler thriller streaming service, uh, but it's set during the medieval period, um, roughly. Uh, so actually, sorry, it takes place in the 16th century, three years after the Imjin War. It takes place in a fictional medieval inspired uh, modern day Korea and blends, um, sorry, fan, you know, medieval inspired, you know, time period of Korea and blends political thriller and elements from zombie horror. And follows mm. Lee Chang, the crown prince of this kingdom, who attempts to investigate the mysterious illness of, and uh, recently reflecting the king and finds himself caught in the ravenous ramp- rampage going on. Um, again, I thought the the, sim- the simplicity of the show, but the visual aspect of it was stunning. I thought the actual shock and horror of the show was great. I loved the actual characterization of the main characters as well. I loved how, like, when it came to the show itself, not everyone's who they seem. Uh, there is, there is like again, this is a, has a political element to the show, which you don't really ever get in a zombie-based show. It's usually just action, like or or genuine or horror. Also, the humans don't win a lot in this show. Like it's a case of like if they're coming for you, run. Don't. It's going to come into like what we're going to talk about a bit later. But 
again, also having, you know, no, there are guns in the show, but it's muskets. Um, and also it's just like swords as well. I, I just thought the show was brilliant. And again, the end of the first season introduces a twist element to the show, which I thought was very intriguing. Uh, it adds it like a almost where you have like vampires and werewolves, they have like certain elements linked to them or they have like certain time periods linked to them. De- this show definitely takes into account that and I think it works really well. Mm. It is a very unusual setting for a zombie series. I, I, it, was, it was a very interesting twist. I didn't manage to finish this series because of, certain, well, the eating scenes. <laughs> okay, I don't know what it is. Uh, I could, the same reason I couldn't watch Attack on Titan, probably. Um, but I think I think got four episodes in before I couldn't watch it anymore. <laughs> was it just just too grotesque for you, basically? Um, spoiler: the bit where they eat the compound. Okay, yeah. yeah, yeah, that was no, yeah, no. <laughs> What I'll do is, people, uh, for when you're listening in the episode, I will have added a beep effect to that, so you wouldn't have actually heard that, but I know exactly what Fergus is going on about there. Also, I think adding beep effects to this would be quite hilarious. But yeah. no, I've also done the first... I think this is why I've done... I've tried to do trailers for you, because I know you've seen another show coming up, but um, I've tried to do season one trailers for you, because I, I believe you did tell me something relating to this, so I didn't want to spoil it for you. I do recommend try and push through it, because when you get to the end of the first season... Uh, they do something. I will say the one f- thing that frustrates me is this hasn't got a third season yet. It did have a movie linked to the second season, which t- talks about character, but I'd love one more season at least to just finish the story. I think they'd only need one more one more season of six episodes and they could easily finish the story, to be honest. Mm. But yeah, no, it was, uh, that was uh, my first pick. Uh, we're going to head back to you, Fergus. Okay. Uh, I think staying on the theme of... No, I'm not going to say that. Um, so, similar sort of theme, not really, no Yandere's, uh, but Sankare, um, a show where a guy watches too many zombie films um, to the point where he will only date a girl if she's a zombie. Uh, basically, he acts... So... <sighs> Yeah, basically, he ends up dating a zombie, uh, which is wait. So he, <laughs> he 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 watches a lot of zombie-related content. So I'm presuming in this world, zombies are a common occurrence. Uh, no, like he he's watching typical zombie films like Day of the Dead and this sort of stuff since he was like five. So it's become obsessed with zombies. Time skip to when he's in high school because, of course, um, he. His cat gets run over, so he puts together a concoction to turn his cat into a zombie, because love zombies. A girl accidentally drinks this, then gets murderized, I guess, uh, and comes back as a zombie. And then he dates her for 12 um, episodes. So and he... they deal with things like rigor mortis and staying alive, and this is pretty grotesque. She, she decomposes, I'm presuming. Uh, there's a lot of threat of decomposing, but it's also kind of etchy as well, which is just, it's just a weird line, really. Um. That's kind of weird, though. Like, you know, she, she, how can I put this, basically? She, um, she drank this potion, but like, she was just like, oh, I'm just going to drink this random drink. 
And well, yeah, I think she flag. thought it was going to kill her. It doesn't. While it's in her system, she dies anyway. Comes back as a, as a zombie. Well, that's even it... worse for her then. Yeah, not, not, not advocating that the slightest people, but it's like... again, there's a lot of yeah, I guess unsavory themes. But I'd say it is an 18 rated uh, horror. Of course, so it is. of course, because it of is. course, but uh, it's interesting. But the horror really reveals itself when you take a step back and appreciate the situation for what it really is, because it kind of plays like like any other kind of anime slice of life romance sort of stuff until you realize that she's dead and her guts are hanging out. <laughs> so one to definitely be mentioned. Um, Jesus Christ. There are some straight to DVD episodes that I've not managed to find where I think she turns into a standard ravenous zombie and eats everyone. Because of course. Because of course. I've not been able to find these episodes anywhere. Because... Oh, I'm sorry. I've just seen the title for the show, Undying Love. Oh my god. Yeah. That is that is yeah. a cliche title <laughs> in like oh my god, Jesus. Uh, okay, fair enough. <laughs> fine, that's fine. Uh, this is gonna be interesting for the YouTube episode when I have to find the footage for this and try to figure out how to splice that together. Uh, I don't know, to be honest. Uh, but anyway, right, no. <laughs> that, that, is, that is definitely something. Okay, right, moving along uh, from Zombie Girlfriends to... There, there is that film, uh, Warm Bodies. That was, like, sort of, it, there was actually like, you know, it's not actually like they drank it, they were a zombie and then they sort of like become more intelligent and then, yeah, there's a, it's a film with Nicholas Holt. I'm going Fox. No, Megan, it's not Megan no. Fox. No, the, she was in a movie called Jennifer's Body, which gets possessed oh, by a demon. Right, right. And yeah, uh, yeah good film. That was a really good yeah. film, actually. But no, uh, we are now going on to a little show that's really popular on Netflix. I'm just going to get this one out of the way now. Really popular on Netflix at the moment. A little show called Stranger Things. Now, of course. Fergus is going to be like, is this horror, though? Is this really horror? I've not got far enough into it. To be honest. All I'll tell you now, people, like, if you've got to the f at least the third season, the fourth season especially, yeah, it's definitely horror now. Like, there is, in the, basically, each season seems to take inspiration from specific time periods or specific um, movies within that time period. So, in season four, they took inspiration from Nightmare on Elm Street, Hellraiser. Like, there's some, there's some, there's some dark things. Like, I got to the end of the first episode of season four and I went, oh my fucking God, what the fuck? Like, you know how like in films these days, like kids are like generally safe and like, you know, mm. these, no, no stranger things. Nope. Nope. They are not safe at all. And I thought that was like an element to a show, which I thought was really intriguing. I think the cast of the show is brilliant. Obviously we've seen these people grow up on this show as well, which is really intriguing. And also, it was sort of like a resurgence for Winona Ryder, which I thought was brilliant because obviously she was really popular in the uh, late 80s, early 90s. And then she sort of like fizzled out. And, you know, she had some issues go on, but she came back, you know, and this and obviously she was in Dracula, an extremely mm. popular horror movie back in the day and technically still married to Keanu Reeves. Um, which I find, you know about that trivia, right? Uh, no. So supposedly uh, when on Dracula, when they get married, um, mm. It was an actual priest, so technically Keanu Reeves and Winona Ryder did legally get married. Oh wow! In the film, and I don't know if they know that. I, I don't know the news by yet, but that's actually a true thing. 
uh, uh, big ups to David Harbour as well, who plays uh, Sheriff Hopper. He's become a huge actor now. Uh, he was he was in other properties, but this sort of like boosted his credibility. And obviously, we have like you know Finn Wolfhard went on to do it as well. So again, big character, and obviously Millie Bobby Brown, who's just become an amazingly huge superstar now in her own right, and right, rightly so. This show is just brilliant. I think also the fact that they had this show planned up from the beginning, like they knew exactly where they were going from beginning to end. And also it ends in one more season. They've said, that is it. That's the end of the story. That will be it. They may come, they may do like a it part two later where they do 20, 30 years later, which I'd be definitely be intrigued by. Like who would play the adult versions of these characters. But yeah, Stranger Things is my next choice because I, I don't know, just the intriguing element to the show as well, because they do some things in season four which tie back to the first season. And I've heard rumblings. Now, I don't know if this is confirmed, so don't take fully word on people. They did make minor tweaks to the previous season, like, you know, George Lucas them, basically. Re-edited them very, very slightly to to add more ties and everything, which I think is intriguing. Mm. You know, because you do make refinements and improvements as you go along. Mm. Uh, but no, if you've not seen the show, people, and you have got Netflix, which I'll be honest with you, if you've got Netflix, you have probably seen this show, to be honest. Because it's up there with The Witcher and like these shows where you have to watch them, basically. But if you haven't, um, now that fourth season's out, just go and watch it. Also, the fourth season is like ridiculously long, to be honest. Like the last two episodes are four and a half hours. That's that's insanity to me. Like the last episode is almost two and a half hours long. I know, and I know Fergus hasn't seen Stranger Things. I've seen oof, first four or five episodes, maybe. Just cycle around a bit, so they're like, oh, this is a bit mysterious. It's I can like, okay. say, like, the, the first season is this. I actually think the fourth season is the best now, but the second season is my second favorite because I think it does a lot of establishing, like, the world. The second season dropped off a little bit, but was still good. First season was better. The fourth season, yeah, is the best, though. But mm. I do recommend, if you can, though, definitely go back and try and watch it, like, you know, maybe an episode of Night or something, because I think if you can, you will really enjoy the show. Yeah, I, I, if I am taken out of action for like six months, I might sit down and watch it. <laughs> Not that you, could, you, you could finish the show in like, well, it's, I could finish the show in like a week, but that's me, to be honest. Yeah. But yeah, right. Uh, send hand back to you now, Fergus. Okay, well, go for something a little more light. Uh, so, comedy horror. I put the inflection on the wrong word there. Um, Maruko-chan. This is a girl, uh, Miko, who (sighs) is basically plagued by ghosts, like pretty horrific looking ghosts. Um, Like the main horror comes from the character design of these ghosts, to be honest. Um, But um, she has to live her life ignoring these ghosts because if she reacts they will know that she can see them and then try and eat her soul so she's trying to live a normal life sort of normal anime high school sort of thing but being plagued by ghosts again it spirals they meet other people who can see the ghosts or attract the ghosts or this sort of stuff but it's worth watching just for the sheer scary design of these ghosts to be honest also it's quite light-hearted and it plays on the whole ghosts living their lives sort of thing it's pretty so, good, actually. Quite recent. She, she never interacts with them. Uh, she does her best not to interact with them. Because if she reacts to them being terrifying, consequences will ensue, she feels. It sort of reminds me of the episode of Outer Last Animated with Ko, 
I believe it's Co, the um the the face stealer. I've not seen it. Uh so there's an episode in Avatar where basically you can't show any emotion. And if you show mm. the slightest emotion, it will take your face. Ah, okay. Very really creepy for a kid's cartoon, yeah. to be honest. Like yeah. it was a, it was brilliant. I believe um I believe that uh in the live action version they are going to be voiced by George Takei. Oh, that'd be good. Yeah, because uh, we obviously got the Netflix anime uh, Avatar show coming up soon. They've revealed the full cast now, so yeah, mm. very very intrigued by that. But no, um, this seems this seems interesting to be honest. Like you know, I said you know I was I was thinking about the Avatar episode all along, but the fact that you know I'm presuming each person has like their own ways of dealing with like trying to ignore these ghosts. Uh, so if you're looking at the same image I am, the red-headed girl doesn't see the ghosts, but has powers that attract super scary ghosts the black haired girl is miko uh she is the one who can see all the ghosts and the blonde haired girl with the bows can see some ghosts but can't see the terrifying ghosts and is on to miko about seeing ghosts so she thinks that they're alike but they're not because you can see different ghosts i mean that's 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 an intriguing concept you know it's it's like certain power levels or whatnot you know or yeah superpower with terrible power powers in this world but yeah yeah no it's definitely worth a watch um ed's in 2021 uh probably around this time last year actually um so, so. if you just search uh, if you, if on my so we're, we're looking at this on my anime list people but if you just search uh um miruko chan uh and uh you should be able to see the image we're looking at now we'll probably this will be in the youtube version uh so you will, you will see the image but yeah no uh intriguing Intriguing concept, mm. Fergus. Absolutely. An illegal spy agency discovers the theft of a prototype weapon. Derek, codename Confused Llama, and his handler, Frank, codename Majestic Vol, investigate the theft. A naive man with fanciful notions, Derek sets out on his inept journey to reclaim the weapon from villainous hands, unaware of the hidden tale following him. Enter the world of Confused Llama, A Spy's Tale, a short comedic spy thriller available on Amazon in paperback or Kindle. So, what is your next episode, Nate? So, this is the this is the one where I'm sort of like, you know, it is like horror thriller at the beginning, but is is it not at the end? Because it's because much more action orientated. I am talking about the show. Carry on my wayward son. There'll be peace when you are done. We are talking about the show, people. If you know that song, people, you know this. You know the show very well. I am talking about the show Supernatural. This oh, is a horror. I've never seen it. I mean, I only started seeing the show when I went, first went to university. Uh, my housemates put me onto it. I had like four or five seasons I could watch at that point, so I was quite happy. But then it went for 15 seasons. Gosh, really? Yeah, it's like the longest running like Warner Brothers CW show. Obviously, it had like, you know, Jeffrey Dean Morgan, Jensen Ackles, um, Jared Padalecki, and a whole slew of other actors within the show. It is insane the amount of people who's in it. Um, Oshie Misha Collins, uh, Mark A. Shepard, you definitely know him from a lot of stuff. Katie Mm. Cassidy. Uh, yeah, this show is like from the get go. Obviously, it's created by Eric Kripke, who you will know from other shows such as The Boys. Okay. 
So he's, yeah. he's did the boys as well. Um, yeah, this is like, you know, a lot of people don't cast this as horror, but I do credit the show because, like, at the beginning of the show, they do hunt, like, vampires and werewolves and ghosts and, you know, horror much more stuff. Yeah. At yeah. the beginning, but later on, it becomes more demon, angel, more, mm. like, grand scale based. Like, the start of the show is literally them trying to find the demon who killed their mother, the yellow eyed demon. It's right. like a very simple premise, like underlying from the get go. But mm. then it gets to like gods and like angels and like demons. And like, it gets like to the higher way up their levels later on. Yeah. I have a vague memory of they hunt down velociraptors or haunted by a ghost velociraptors or something. I don't fully remember the episode. It's probably been a while, but I mean, That's, they do. Uh, yeah, I might be wrong, but. But they do play into like you know the whole like crossroad demon. So you meet a demon at a crossroads. You could get you can um you could get like a wish from them granted. But then ten years later they'll get a hound, an invisible hound to come like take your soul to hell, mm. which I think is interesting. Um, again, like you know, great storyline. I and then the two main like characters, um, you know, Jensen Ackles and Jared Padalecki as um someone, dude, uh, they they hold the show so well and they have such a great relationship. Like it's really interesting to go through 15 seasons of a show to see these two, even till today have this such a close relationship. And I mm. think that really showed in the show itself. And I think that's why the show went well for so long. And I saw how it ended. I wasn't a hundred percent behind how it ended, but I know they are doing a prequel series about the parents called the Winchesters. Uh, this had some amazing like 80s, 70s rock music as well. Like, you know, I got I got introduced to a lot of like older music because of the show as well. And, mm. you know, uh, actually, Until Dawn, the video game <laughs> kind of was spoiled for me because of this show. So they have an episode in the show. Uh, I won't say what the episode is about, but it actually links slightly to the video game Until Dawn. So I was like, OK, I know what that is because I've watched Supernatural. I know exactly where this is going. So it just really just goes to show how media interlinks sometimes, which I think is really cool. Mm. Yeah, and again, there's a, lot, there's a lot of crossover and inspiration and, you know. Definitely. And well, to be fair, it is based on legend. So it is based on actual legends that occur. And how they interpret the legends as well in the show was really awesome. I think how, they, how it worked really well. But yeah, just love the show in general. I, I thought it was absolutely brilliant. And again... At the end of each season, basically they do a roundup of the entire season to the Carry My Wayward song. Carry My Wayward mm. Son song. And it's just like, you know, when that starts at the end of the season, you're like, okay, this is the final episode now, people. It's time for the powerhouse at the end of the season. But yeah, no, I love the show. Again, it is 15 seasons, people. I will preface that. And it is like the classic. It is 327 episodes long, just to put it out there. So it is a long show. But if you want something to watch, I highly recommend it. Yeah, it, it's it's so good. But yeah, that's uh, that's my next pick. Let's uh, send it back awesome. to you now, Fergus. Okay, you may have seen this on other lists, but uh, Higurashi, When They Cry. Uh, I will keep bringing it up because it is a phenomenal show uh, and is very, very firmly rooted oh, in the horror one. genre. Oh, it's this one. Yeah, I remember. That. It's the, uh, it's the uh, mental breakdown one, isn't it? Uh, kind of. So, <sighs> Keshi uh, moves to a little quiet village of Hinnasram. Yeah, 
butchered that name. Um, basically, ends up uh, we, this came up in our time uh, episode because okay. um, basically a situation evolves where one of the villagers goes mad and kills everyone, and when that happens, time restarts and everyone has to live the same passage of time again. And more and more stuff gets gradually revealed, and you understand what's actually happening. Um, there's quite a few series of this, actually. Um, the there's an original series which is 2006, uh, which is 26 or so episodes. But there's a sequel that aired pretty recently. I want to say 2020s, um, which is technically a sequel, uh, but because it's the same time period going over and over again. It's also a remake, which is quite bizarre. Uh, I would recommend watching either, both of them. Uh, it is amazing. Um, very grotesque and has a way of, you know, it's small village life, so everyone knows each other. And you're the sort of seeing everything from the point of view of the main characters who goes to school, makes friends. It's like super chill, and then someone you don't expect just randomly murders everyone. And it's just that taking you by blindside just over and over and over again is just what makes it so. So, are they trying to figure out who it is, or do they know who it is? Um, well, no one remembers anything apart from maybe one person at one point, maybe. Okay, this is interesting because have you seen the movie Happy Death Day? No, I don't think I have. It's pretty much the exact same narrative, except in a college, American college. Mm. So a girl goes on a night out, she goes partying, and then she's going home, she gets murdered, but then mm. she wakes up and it's the start of the same day. And then it's it's actually oh. it's actually a it's actually a time loop killer comedy because it gets to the point where she's just like, you know, I'm just gonna die. So she just kills herself like in the day to just, you know see what it's like sometimes and there so was a she sequel. remembers yeah. the stuff from the past days yes okay yeah and then she tries she tries to finally figure out who the killer is and then it continues there is a sequel happy death day 2 and they are doing a third one i believe it is blumhouse so it is really really good concept and i i didn't expect to really enjoy the film that much but i i was laughing quite a bit in the film to be honest there are some and it does make you guess and hearing about this anime does make me really think about it, to be honest Mm. Higurashi is not funny and also not for the faint of heart. If you do accidentally get hold of the uncensored version, oh my god. <laughs> You're in for some real gore horror there, friend. <laughs> well then. Well then. But highly recommended, but it'll make an impression on you. Its score ratings are not the highest, but it, it I think score ratings aren't always everything, it. to be honest, though. Yeah, yeah. No, um that awesome man. So, what's your, I'm going to say, last show? Last show? No, two more. Two more to go. Two more to go. Yes, there we go. Two more to go. I know it's one to go on. for you. It's one, one to go, to go for you. me. Yep. Yes, yes, one to go for you. So, my next show is a an, another Netflix series. It is called Midnight Mass. Uh, this show is a recent uh, uh, series that came out. Actually, it's about a year ago now. Actually, to, to, Oh, actually, no, sorry. came out September 24th last year. Jesus, okay, it's older than I thought then. Uh, this is about a guy who comes, who returns to an isolated island, uh, hometown on Crockett Island. It's like a, one of those dying American fishing islands. Mm. Very small community. There's only like 100, 120 people on the island left. Uh, he'd served uh, uh, four years in prison for killing someone while drunk driving. 
But as he arrives, a mysteriously charismatic young priest arrives who begins to revitalize the town's flagging faith. However, the community's divisions are soon exacerbated uh, by the priest's deeds while mysterious events before the small town. So this is from the creator, Mike Flanagan, who also did the uh, sequel to The Shining, I believe. He did um, Sleep, uh, um, Dr. Sleep. I'm just going to okay. confirm that very quickly. So I'm just going to confirm that now. Yeah, he, so he was the director of Dr. Sleep. Uh, he's also done The Haunting on Hill House, Blind Manor. He's also one of the um, creators for The Midnight Club, The House Fuller. Basically, he likes to use a lot of the same actors in a lot of his properties, which I think mm. is really awesome because um, one of the main actors he, re, uh, he reuses is an actor called Henry Thomas, which I didn't realize to watch a Midnight Mass. You may recognize this man very slightly when he was a lot younger, but this is Elliot from E.T. Ah, okay. That's yeah, cool. so, yeah, so he's been like, you know, he had a resurgence for like the TV. So he did like, you know, The Haunting and Hill House, Blind Manor, and he's in Midnight Mass and House of uh, Ashen. Um, again, a lot of great actors in the show, like uh, Zach uh, Guilford as Riley Flynn, who's like sort of like the main protagonist of the show. I say main protagonist, he's like the more central character from the beginning, uh, who's very like, he's left this uh, town, he's he's left this island, he's come back. Um and then to see what's going on, but what what the hell is going on in the show? And also, it's like dealing with his trauma as well. Like there's some really, really trippy like visions he goes through, like, like trauma he's like going through. And I think also the isolation of the island as well. Like you know, there's this boat that comes and goes. That that's the only way off the island. Uh, there's like, a, and also he has. He, I won't talk about. There's a dialogue they have about um, death in the show. What is death? And how it's perceived, and like it's, I believe it's a five to six minute conversation. I believe it's almost a one shot. I believe uh, it, it, it's it's a great one conversation. Anyway, it's really great how they perceive it. There's other great, another great actor in the show is uh, Hamish Linklater, who plays the father, the, the priest in the show. And you don't know what the hell's going on with this actor from the get go. He comes to the show. He's like this really kind priest, but yeah, when you look at the trailer, there's something else going on. Also, you know priests and horror properties not always the best characters unless the exorcist to be honest but you know that's a long time ago again this show is brilliant like they have other actors as well like um katie siegel uh kristen lamer uh, samantha sloan plays the um she plays like an overzealous member of the church she's like you know uh, a nun uh or yeah I, I don't know what you call them um but she plays a character called beth keen she's like the she, she's slightly racist as well in the show and great actress because you do really come to hate this character like a lot but you have to realize that oh this this is an excellent portrayal of like this how she's acted out she's she's amazing in the show i believe she's coming back for the other team shows as well another actor who i always praise and i mention all the time i am talking about rahul collie i i mentioned him a lot of previous times before he's in the show i zombie he plays the um the sheriff of the town uh, he has a son in the sh in the in the uh, show as well who comes to the town, but he's a Muslim sheriff that's come to the town into this very Christian town. He's a, he is a Muslim sheriff, so it has that you know conflicting religious aspect as well. Now I don't believe um, Rahul Kali is Muslim himself, but he did a lot of research for the show by speaking to people. I believe one of his closest friends is so he did a lot of research. Also, he is only in his like mid thirties in real life, but they aged him up for the show. 
and you know he, he, a more mature character and he like they have a lot of good monologues in the show like a lot of good monologues like he has a monologue about 9-11 and have been a cop during 9-11 who's muslim and the and the huge conflicting elements there and it's just this re- really impassioned speech it's just, it's just so it's so really good to listen to. i it's i believe it, it it is only seven episodes long as well which is it, to be fair that each episode is about an hour and between an hour and hour and 10 minutes long so they are long but what happens by episode three i i said to a family member of mine in episode three don't look away from the screen because if you look away at a certain point you will be terrified <laughs> like there's it, it a certain point and they looked away and they're like what the fuck did i just watch i'm like yep told you see i told you you know i warned you but you didn't listen no again do you have any predictions of what the show is about possibly uh so mystery island lots of death uh spooky priest islands haunted murder mystery interesting ghost murders people and i want to say it's kind of murder mystery like but i could be way off the mark there um hard to say really i mean just the the tone and the environment very horror but if it's not like most horror involves around people getting murdered so i'm gonna say murder mystery Interesting, interesting concept. And like, like, I will admit, I've not seen the previous shows done by this creator. I've not seen Blind Man or House of um, Haunting a House because they didn't interest me. But I think it was the, I think it was the religious aspect of the show which did intrigue me, but also just the actors as well. Like again, I'm a big Rahul Kali fan. Um, looking forward to what he's doing next as well, because uh, he's he's also going to be in, like the Fall of House of Asher, Asher as well, which is a um, Ellen Adkapo adaptation, and Mark Hamill's okay. going to be in that as well. Uh, so that's really awesome. Uh, but yeah, no, and I just love I just love the actors in this show. I thought it was really great. Um, great performances by by pretty much everyone in the show, and a solid cast. And yeah, I if you've not seen a Midnight Mass, people, it is a tough it is a tough watch. I will say, like, but it is such a really powerful watch. Mm. And yeah, it, it's it's such a great show. And also, I I'd just come off watching Battlestar Galactica, and there's an actor from that show in this, which I was quite quite intrigued by so yeah uh that's my that's my uh number four but not my number four ranking just my number four show uh midnight mass on Talk netflix show. people go check it out and uh, yeah fergus's uh theory it is a ghost ghost mystery story uh and fergus is watching the trailer and i like am i actually correct in this i it's, it's very hard to say because i mean even something like um the wicker man would Again, similar sort of setting. That's effectively a well, not quite a murder. Oh, even that's a murder mystery. Uh, I'm I'm just going by stuff I've seen before that fits a relatively similar setting. And that's I, why I think you should highly watch the show because I think you'd really enjoy the like figuring out what this show is. Okay, okay, uh, it's uh-huh. one of those. Yeah, it's a, the Ikarashi is similar in this. I'll be um, honest with you. You pretty much know by episode three, but what happens after that? Like it goes in a completely different direction direction to what you expect. okay yeah no it sounds interesting i will say netflix yeah I'll, I'll i'll have a look i'll have a look yeah yeah definitely I, I will say the first episode is a bit slow i will say mm. that but uh it, it, it's not slow in a bad sense it just does a lot of building which i think is really good so yeah, yeah fair enough right fergus we're gonna go to your final selection what is your final selection my final show is uh anyone seen elfin lead i mean you're gonna know my answer so you know it's it's, okay (laughs) 
Um, so, Lucy, a special breed of human who is called a Diclonius, um, born with a short pair of horns and some invisible tentacle hands. <laughs> I, yes, knew but... I knew it! I there knew it! There are people. invisible tentacles in this one. Um, uh, yeah, basically she breaks out of this secure facility where she has been stored, grown. It's relatively unclear. Uh, makes it out into the real world uh, and sort of just comes across as this just super cute, flopsy girl that everyone's just like... Oh, she's so cute. But she, actually, she's this murderer psycho with tentacle hands and, again, gets quite protective over certain people and some people get chopped up. Um, Sounds like her Species, the movie Species, to a degree. I don't think I've seen that either, actually. I mean, to be fair, there's like a lot of sex, sexy time, murdering in that. and Not so much sexy time, but a lot of murdering. Um, she's got somewhat of a split personality as well, so she flipped between flopsy and super murderous hovering tentacle psycho uh but it's quite interesting um it's 2004 so it's some time ago uh i think i watched this when i was pretty young to be honest so it's made an impression on me it's pretty good um it was certainly very good for the time um whether you'll think the same Watching it is up to you. Uh, I think it's on Amazon. I certainly own it on Amazon. Um, it's definitely worth a watch because it's one of those fairly classic shows. You'll probably recognise the theme song. It's, it's again one of those kind of weeb tunes that's kind of out there now. Because I think when it first came out, it did make a, quite a large impression on people. So it's become one of those those shows that are notorious and everyone shows those shows as i say it's, it's pretty gory but it's not like sus in any way it's, it's gore, gore and psychological horror some supernatural bit of drama a bit yeah. of action i called um, it people i called it it's um yeah there's a lot of interesting backstory to unpack there that i won't spoil because there'll be a lot of sort of twists there. did it have an ending uh, uh yes Yes, and it's, again, not, possibly not the best ending, and it was maybe a bit convenient for what maybe happens in the show there, but uh, it does end. Okay, that's good to know. It does end, people. Uh, yeah, we're not getting us. Yeah, you're not getting a second series of Elfin Lead, probably. Okay, fair enough. So, final show, Nate. What do you have for us? My final show. We're not going to talk about this as much because I've, I have raved about this show. I have spoken about the show so much. Fergus has seen the show as well. It is anime cartoon adjacent. It's not actual anime because we've discussed this before. It's not actual classes in anime. But we are talking about the legendary, the best video game adaptation ever. We are talking about oh. Castlevania people. This is a... I, I, I do class this as horror because it is mm. literally vampires and monsters and very fucking brutal cartoon. Yeah. Like... Like or animation, sorry, I don't want to say cartoon. It's just animation. And again, you know, this is Netflix property adaptation. We are getting a sequel, Nocturne, which is going to be a sequel, uh, uh, an actual sequel to this. You know, it's based on Castlevania Free and Castlevania uh, Dracula's Curse and Castlevania Curse of the Darkness by Konami. Amazing show. Uh, again, 
go listen to our favorite adaptations episode people i go into more deep discussion with this episode but i know fergus has seen the show himself mm-hmm. uh, oh, well, i've only made it to the end of series two I'm and that means i'm pausing and that means i'm pausing that cool. then i'm just sh- same as happens in series two really they're i mean all still I'll, alive I'll, they're all still fighting beasties <sighs> I tell you this though, man, they do something in season four, which I did not expect. Like, and also this show did have an ending as well. Like, you mm-hmm. know, it, it had like a good, like tie up ending and had a nice, it had a good, it had a really nice, good ending. And again, the reason I put this in my horror TV list is because I tried to be very, so I could have put Hannibal on here, but I never finished Hannibal. So I didn't, I felt it wasn't, I knew how it ended, but I never finished that show. If I thought mm-hmm. it was a bit of a cheat, same as Bates Motel, like Freddie Highmore is brilliant in that show but I never mm. finished that show either. I know Olivia Coleman, who's currently in House of the Dragon, she was in that show as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I felt kind of cheating if I put those shows on. So I thought, well, go back to a good old classic favorite, Castlevania. Again, love this show. For like, I even I, I even thought like when it first started, it was a bit slow in the first season because it was only like, you know, very narrative heavy. But then it got to the second season, it started ramping up. And then by the end of the fourth, it was just blood, violence, loads of creature design the creature designs in the show are spectacular as well and again it is horror based in my opinion like i i do generally think it is and i just love the show and that's why it's my final section for my favorite horror horror tv awesome yeah no it's a good show i've i've enjoyed what i've seen of it so far i don't know why i've not finished it but um and the entire series is only like 30 episodes so that that i, I mm. like the fact that the entire series is only 30 episodes but Supernatural is like 24 a season. So it's like, <laughs> it's so much TV content, people. So much TV content. Absolutely. But Fergus, that's it. That's the, that's the TV lists. That is quite a few hours of content for our listeners to go out and watch. Definitely if they quite so choose. Some, yeah, definitely quite some varied content, to be honest, indeed. Yeah. But that, is it people that is the, that i'm sorry people, that 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 is the end of the topics for today obviously check us out the next episode when we get into our favorite horror movies which we definitely look forward to you people we may do that uh, next week you may get an early episode or may be next friday we'll decide a bit later but uh and i'm, I'm pulling ferguson for this he, he's gonna have to give in eventually we're you know we're finally doing this he's gonna he's gonna get disney plus people he's finally gonna get disney yep. plus for this uh it is the Disney Plus movie, Werewolf by Night. Michael Giacchino's Werewolf by Night. I am looking forward to this movie, so I might have to get a free trial. I love the fact... <laughs> for God's sake. <laughs> it's like, get all, the, get all the Disney Plus I can in the seven days. Like, watch everything you can. Like, Fergus is going to come back at the end of the week. He's going to be like, Nate, I have watched every Marvel TV show. I have watched every Star Wars show. I'm done. I'm, like, I'll wait for the next free trial to come around. Yeah, can you even fit all of that content into a free trial? <laughs> Seven days, like, if you took a week off, you could do it. Like, yeah. if you did a show a day, like, because yeah. there's only, like, one season so far, most things. But, yeah, we are doing well by night, people, because I've heard this movie, and to be fair, it's not even an hour-long movie. Like, you mm. know, that which is interesting. Can you class that as an, a movie? It's an experiment, is what it is. Oh, yeah, and I love uh, Michael G. Kino in an interview, I believe I read, this isn't a full quote, people. I believe it's. I, I may have misread it, but I believe the interpretation is like he. This is a very violent, bloody movie. It's in black and white. To be fair, it's a very gory movie, but no one said no, so he just kept doing it. He, mm. he just kept putting things in, and I love that fact. Also, 
I'm hoping with this, it finally lets them make Blade um, R-rated. Like I think, we, yes, I think that is what this is about in large part. Testing I mean, the market to see if they can cope with hardcore Blade. I mean, you saw the Deadpool news, right, recently? Oh, Wolverine. Yep, and yeah. the fact that Deadpool's going to be R-rated. Of course. Well, it is already, isn't it? Yeah, but with Wolverine, only Logan was R-rated at the time. Ah, uh, gotcha. Right. So, are, I, I swear to God, are we going to get Wolverine in his suit? <clears throat> the last time as a huge... Because they did tease it in the Japanese, the Wolverine. <clears throat> but I think we will. Or some variation of the suit. I think we will get that. That's a hard call. Maybe. Maybe. Probably, if we're gonna, if, if we're gonna get Deadpool in his full suit, like yeah, you, know, you can have them not both. So, yeah, I, I get where you're coming from. Yeah, but yeah, uh, that's another conversation for another time. People will dev do into the new. Well, uh, so we've we've been a bit light on the news recently because we want to get into the topics and nice to get a good deep discussion. But yeah, that is it, people. We are definitely looking forward to doing our favorite films list for you. Uh, some interesting ideas we definitely can have in those, to be honest. But yeah, right. If you want to get in contact with us for new questions, queries, compliments. What are your favorite horror TV shows? Or, you know, something that we've, you know, some different opinions to what you feel by us. Maybe, maybe you agree with Fergus. Maybe you disagree with me. You know, who knows? It's the best way to go. If you want to do that, feel free to get in contact with us with, by going to nmipodcast at outlook.com. That's nmipodcast at outlook.com. That'll be in all the socials for you to link on to. If you go to our link tree, just uh, nmicast or our Twitter and Instagram by maybe tweeting us there as well, giving us a dropping us a DM on there or like, you know, adding us at nmicast. Do that to us on there. I want to thank Fergus again for joining us again today. Thank you for having me yet again. Yes. And uh, we look forward to seeing you again, people. Stay safe. Speak to everyone. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.